You are listening to season 2 of the Humans of AI Stories Not Stats podcast. Me Devi Parikh and Dhruv Patra talk to AI researchers to try and understand who they are as people, what their life is like, what they think about, what they're insecure about, and what they get really excited about. Questions that reveal the stories of their day-to-day life. In this episode, Dhruv talks with Pushmeet Kohli, who is a research scientist at Google DeepMind, where he heads the robust and reliable AI and AI for science teams. Pushmeet talks about our limited understanding of nature and biology the importance of discipline being competitive but in your own game and a bunch of other stuff ranging from finding meaning in trying to understand the universe to struggling with changing baby's nappies for more information about the podcast and the episodes you can log on to www.humanstories.ai and yeah let's get right into the conversation okay pushmeet kohli uh, welcome to humans of ai Thank you for agreeing to participate. Um, as you know, this is being recorded. Um, I have a sequence of questions for you. Uh, some may not require much thought. Um, others may require a bit more consideration. In which case, please feel free to pause and take your time to think. Uh, if you want to skip any question, you can do that. We don't have to get through all of them. But when in doubt, if you can err on the side of being open, vulnerable, transparent, we will appreciate it. Um, should we get started? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So, what were you doing right before this call? Uh I was having a meeting with uh, one of uh, the people I manage at DeepMind. Um and we were discussing uh what projects we need, we should be doing um uh, uh, in the next uh, sort of uh, a few months and and years. Does that does that seem uh surreal with everything else going on in the background to just go through the motions of regular daily work i mean it's the it's i mean it's, it's sort of a responsibility like uh, particularly the work that we do uh, i am responsible for the ai for science team at deepmind and i mean uh i feel a great sense of responsibility uh in terms of ensuring that the opportunity that has been given to us um which is leverage this very powerful uh technology towards um tackling some of the greatest sort of challenges that um us as a society we are facing so and so yes there are a lot of things that are happening in the world and a lot of unfortunate things and there is a lot of uh, there are a number of tragedies and and so on uh but we all have to sort of uh, persevere and um, and and get the best of what we have uh, at the moment and so i personally feel and i i think i can say this for many of my colleagues uh, that i work with we really feel uh, a great sense of responsibility for ensuring that um, whatever we are doing we shouldn't stop it and we should just make sure that uh, in fact do it much faster because if there is one thing that the last couple of years has shown us is that as a civilization we are sim- we simply do not have a great understanding of uh nature um and we need all the help we can get um human and artificial intelligence to make sense of uh, of these challenges yeah yeah um and i just want to note uh for people watching this we're recording this as uh covid is having a particularly um devastating impact in india so on to perhaps uh lighter topics uh what's your daily routine like so uh okay so i wake up around 6 um um get um my kids ready for school um I have breakfast by um by 
8.30, then drop off my sort of son to school, get back home at 9.30, and then I start work at 9.30 in the morning. And uh, that goes on till sort of uh, six in the evening with a few breaks uh, uh, in the middle somewhere. And uh, uh, lots of very exciting work uh, sort of, uh, and meeting and collaborating with a number of uh, very uh, passionate and excited colleagues. And that's where sort of I, I get the energy. I mean, uh, the people that you work with, uh, they, they inform how you feel about your work and how uh, about your life. And I think um, I'm particularly very fortunate <laughs> with the, the, the colleagues I have. So uh, that's what, so sort of end up end working at 536 uh, in the evening, sort of uh, spend time with the family and then get kids uh, to bed uh, by nine and then spend a few hours sort of relaxing and sort of uh, working more and then off to bed by I think 11. Sometimes it, it's like midnight, but mostly sort of 11 o'clock, between 11 o'clock and midnight. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you set an alarm in the morning? Um, I have a six month old. I don't need an alarm. <laughs> I see. You 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 created a biological alarm. <laughs> yeah, I have a biological alarm clock, which unfortunately at the at the moment uh, sort of uh, goes off after every two hours. <laughs> I see. Um, are you a are you a planner, or do you like going with the flow, operating with gut feeling? Or do you like things structured and scheduled? Um, okay, that's, that's that's an interesting question. In the long run, I like plans. I don't like sort of uh, just doing things and seeing how they would end up. Uh, I I like to understand in which context we are working and what are we working towards. So in the long run, I'm, I really like a plan. Uh, in the short term, I don't sort of specifically, um, I'm not very strategic in terms of I'll do this today and do that uh, uh, later, but I do think that there is some structure that is needed for the purposes of discipline. Um, but my sort of uh, calendar and diary sort of enforces that discipline on me. So, so I have very little, um, uh, at the moment, very little time for uh, procrastination, which is, which is good. Um, so longer term, I'm definitely of a planner, but in the, in the shorter term, I'm, I'm more like, let's see how it goes and how things are. Hmm. Are you competitive, Pushmeet? Um, competitive, competitive in a different sense, in the sense that like when I was a kid, um, uh, so I was a fat kid at school and, uh, uh, but I used to, I love, I used to love sports. I don't know how I was fat. I mean, I used to eat a lot. Uh, maybe that's how I was fat because I used to sort of work out uh, as well. And then they used to have these uh, races at school and uh, uh, expectedly, I, I wasn't in the top three when, when the race would end. So somehow I sort of explained it to myself that um, you don't have to win the game, uh, like what the game, uh, the game that people have set up. Uh, you can sort of um, uh, create your own game. So I, yeah, I like to win, but uh, not necessarily in the in the metrics or in the games as set 
by society and uh, or by if somebody sort of sets up a competition and says let's see who wins i'm not very excited um, i do think it's it's uh, it's i do get excited about being the best at something but it's more about sort of defining that thing myself rather than others sort of defining it interesting and that that uh, sounds like a philosophy for life uh, more than that particular event about uh, high school racing <laughs> yeah see that's that, but that was the inspiration <laughs> to explain it away yeah is there a is there a rejection or a failure that hurt particularly bad uh rejection or failure um yeah so i i don't i don't know i mean um if there was a specific uh, one uh there are always sort of places where um you're hoping for things and uh, they don't turn out um uh, that way and you feel sort of uh, a sense of disappointment so um number of sort of disappointments like uh, at school in uh, in university at grad school um but over time you realize that um uh, uh sort of they are fine like when i was in, in school um i used to do uh, really well but uh, there was uh, uh sort of this particular um a student who used to always come first and um, and i mean yeah i felt yeah i i should be uh, sort of uh, i should also come first one day but it never happened but uh, <laughs> but there was uh, there was no sort of um there was disappointment at 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 one level but uh, at another level you feel that um there are definitely other things that you are doing uh which may make sort of uh life sort of uh, that there's most to to life than than winning um um and it's about basically how you process life rather than sort of what specifically you have achieved in it how do you how do you make difficult decisions are there certain mental frameworks or lines of thinking that you find yourself going to do you end up making pros and cons lists or is there some other process that you follow uh pros and cons lists are are good but you are thinking about it in a structured way but um uh i rely like sometimes i rely on uh i go with the uh, what intuitively sort of feels uh, sort of best so pros and cons are a good way of actually just ensuring that everything you that you you have awareness so it's about awareness but i'm not sort of uh, um guided by let's see how many pros there are and how many cons there are and then let's be very analytical in um in uh in rationalizing a decision it's more about let's see what are the different aspects and then once you have awareness of all of these then uh, you make a decision then i make a decision intuitively but uh, i i'm i prefer to be structured in terms of ensuring that i have awareness of all the issues at uh, at play uh, but then uh, uh do not always sort of uh, go for a very analytical approach to take taking that decision think about also what is what intuitively feels uh, right do you have an internal monologue do you talk to yourself in your head um not necessarily although my wife will tell you that i do this all the time <laughs> but i don't feel like i i, I do this but uh, so uh, she she finds you speaking out loud as you're thinking through things no i mean she she uh, she uh, she finds me lost in my thoughts okay um so uh or not listening uh basically <laughs> so so i'm accused of that um i i i'll not tell you how i plead but uh, that's what i'm accused of and and when you are lost in thinking um 
is that thinking verbal or more visual do you find yourself thinking in pictures and diagrams or do you find yourself thinking in words and sentences no i i think it's more visual hmm. I, i'm more of a quiet person when i'm thinking hmm. and you can you you you're good at for example mentally rotating maps and coordinate systems in your head um uh, uh not sure but i'm i'm good at basically visualizing concepts um um in in figures trying to find analogs of real life situations and what uh, a geometric interpretation of uh uh of the of the problem at hand hmm. and what do you tend to think about when you're not actively trying to think about something like what goes on in the back burner to the extent that you're aware of it something i mean the point is there's so many different threads and um uh that i'm interested in uh, whether it's related to science or whether it's about um, how do you organize research um what's happening in the world today uh, politics um um what is ethics what does fairness mean uh, philosophy a lot of different things uh, i'm interested in and i try to basically connect i try to basically connect all disciplines together so uh, i generally sort of uh, like taking a problem from one discipline or in one context and reasoning about it in uh, in a different uh, so what would ethics say about this computer vision problem uh, or what would sort of what would uh, uh, the what would be a philosophy for uh for taking on um a particular approach to math mathematics so things like this hmm. makes sense makes sense um how do you how do you recharge or take a break um reading a book walking uh, i love walking um like especially if the terrain is sort of a bit hilly like i am from the mountains um uh, in india so i love sort of uh, walking anywhere uh, where the terrain is sort of undulating and uh, yeah you get good views um so that's that's my favorite sort of way to recharge are you happy with the number of close friends you have um i have a philosophy that you are happy with the current state you are in because that's what you sort of uh, that's what you created implicitly so i'm very happy with whatever number of friends i have at the moment it might not be sort of very small or very large and i don't even sort of know how would i um how would i qualify close in this uh, in this uh, context but um, i'm happy with the number of close friends as you described it that i have what are you insecure about um what am i insecure about yeah my i think my children i think i'm insecure about my children i'm very protective of my children um so i i believe that um we have humans have um uh, this myth of control that they that they control things right uh, and i mean like covid is an example of how we don't control things as a, even as a, as a society but somehow we are able to control things like uh, i can control 
what I pick, I can control what I eat at the moment and so on. Um, but that gives you uh, the, that gets you into a sort of a, a state of mind that you feel that everything about your surroundings is controllable. And, um, uh, but it's not. And, uh, um, and in some sense, um, you are going into the world and uh, there is a sort of uh, limited control that you have on what is going to happen in the future. And there are certain things that you care so much about, especially uh, um, along uh, sort of uh, along, around your children. And uh, so you feel a bit insecure, even though you, you I mean, you know, logically uh, sort of uh, um, thinking that uh, you shouldn't be worried about about your kids, but about anything, in fact, there's nothing, nothing good comes out of worrying or being insecure about things, but still um, somewhere uh, <laughs> you, you get insecure about these things. Do you think you are average, above average or below average happy compared to the people around you? So what were the, what were the categories? Average, above average, or below average, and perhaps you could interpret them as above median, below median, or just in the ballpark of median happy compared to the people around you. I am very very happy, like even above, maybe even in the category above average. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't knowing you over the years that does not surprise me. That that fits my mental model of you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what is something surprising about you? Something that the rest of us who may know you from a professional context may not be able to guess. Oh, so, uh, so I'm, um, I'm an atheist, uh, but many people who will see me like with a beard and a turban sort of uh, might think that uh, I'm, I'm particularly religious. Uh, but in fact, I'm not uh, like uh, I'm. Um, I'm like somewhere maybe between uh, an agnostic and a an atheist. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I I can imagine that can be quite surprising for for uh, a large percentage of population of the world. I've I've grown up uh, with friends who were uh, you know six, but culturally but practicing. Yeah perhaps not uh, in the same spiritual sense. And so I, I, I personally don't find that surprising, but I, I can see how that would be surprising. Yeah. Uh, what is something about the world that surprises you? Um, that we don't um, collaborate even more. I, I find it so surprising that given what we know about how biology works, about science, about the world, that we are not one country, uh, we have not been able to, humanity has not been able to come together. Um, that I find very surprising. Um, yes, I mean, maybe earlier, like if you, if you believe in, um, uh, certain dogmas of, uh, about religion then, uh, or that one country is better than another country and so on. But like, uh, but now with, with, um, with our shared understanding of, uh, of our origins, it feels quite, um, it's very strange that we have not been able to come together as one entity uh, and we still have all these different divisions in terms of um, sort of uh, cultural identity and uh, and and nationalities and and religions and so on that I find it very fascinating and surprising hmm. so the a cynical read of the history of the world would suggest that we tend to 
come together when we can come together against something that a unifying force unfortunately for humanity is their shared uh either their shared uh, opposition to something or or shared uh, defense against something and so one sort of hypothesis is the day we get attacked by another species interplanetary species is the day humanity will discover that perhaps nation states and boundaries are not that important yeah maybe maybe it would take that right but like if you think about sars cov 2 like covid hmm. i mean it's a, it's a shared challenge and uh, are we coming together against that shared challenge it, it affects all of humanity together but i mean it's arguable that yes there are certain elements like if you look at how the scientific community reacted and how much collaboration there was across i mean like it was amazing to see across countries across sort of academic and industrial institutions there there was amazing amount of collaboration and that's great uh, but why don't we just do it all the time hmm. why does, does it take like covid for us to do this work together but let's just do accelerate science all the time and in terms of a shared challenge understanding nature we have very limited understanding of how even our bodies work we we know better we we might know much better than how a car works and so on and we get worried oh my car is not going to function but we have absolutely no idea about the about the real sort of understanding of um how like in 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 detail what are the causal mechanisms uh, that um that guide life right um how does aging works how does how how does biology generally works and how, like how does na- nature work and that's as a that is a sort of thing that we can all sort of come together to understand and i find it very interesting that people worry about like it this being a zero sum game right if somebody wins somebody loses and so on but this is uh, understanding of uh, of nature is something that we can all sort of win against we we, we don't all we don't necessarily need a adversary we just need a shared mission and i feel that uh, somehow we have not been able to um come to consensus on a shared mission we still sort of are driven by our uh, biological sort of needs and habits um and have not been able to sort of overcome those in the pursuit of something more unified and global yeah what do you strongly suspect but have no proof of uh strongly suspect but i have i don't have any proof of um hmm what do i not have proof of hmm i mean the point is i strongly suspect sleep is good for us um but um and actually um and i also strongly suspect that um nurture has a lot to do where we sort of end up the people around you the environment hmm. actually shapes uh, who you are and your intelligence at a as a at a very very in a very strong way i mean it's very difficult to find a proof that like you would have to do a counterfactual you have, have, you have to, yeah you have to have a monozygotic twin and then do a control experiment but i don't think i will get ethical approval for <laughs> taking two twins apart and 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 bathing them in two different con- uh, in two different contexts uh but it might have happened i'm not really um, uh, and i think people must have sort of uh, try to find evidence for it but i i, I do feel that um sort of uh, serendipity and luck has a lot to do with um uh where we end up what is something you've changed your mind about 
I used to think that um, what is some? I mean, I still think that. So maybe uh, I've not really changed my mind. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many things. Like uh, I, I have to think about this. Like what is one uh, particular thing? But there's so many. Um, um, different things. I, yeah, one thing, maybe, maybe you can say I was, um, so I was very, very, um, I had very strong objections about sort of organized, uh, religion. And over time I've, I've sort of come to realize that they serve their purpose. So maybe mm. I'm not, uh, I'm not like strongly opposed to religion. I don't follow it, but I'm not extremely sort of uh, against it. Like there are certain versions which I'm definitely sort of strongly against, but I've mellowed down on the on the less strong versions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you imagine your retirement? Uh, teaching kids, students, like uh, in a university somewhere, um, yeah, that's how that's how how I imagine retirement. Well, your retirement is my profession. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, you, you. Uh, no, you I, 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 I can't obviously. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I love teaching. I mean, the point is like retirement for me does not mean that. Um, you are finally having fun and doing the things that you would like to do because I'm already doing that. Mm -hmm. My philosophy is that you should be doing sort of what you are, what you would do anyways. Mm -hmm. So if somebody stops, I mean, don't tell my employer, but if somebody stops paying me, I would still be doing the exact same thing. Um, uh, fewer, so, zoom, fewer Zoom calls maybe. No, like equal <laughs> number of Zoom calls. I love collaborating with people and I love sort of uh, multidisciplinary work. So I would still be doing all of that. Um, but uh, uh, maybe I, I feel that uh, sort of I will be doing it at a slower pace. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, my, my sort of uh, notion of retirement is doing the same work, but maybe at a slightly lower pace. And do you have a do you have a place in mind, and an age in mind? Um, I mean that that depends on biology. When when biology sort of makes um, when I'm not able to sort of uh, work at the pace I'm currently able to, mm. um, then I think uh, then I, I would know. Now, whether that happens like at 60, at 50, at 40, at 70, I don't know. Uh, um, but or, or at 120, if anti-aging research comes through. I'm not really sure. I, I want to sort of, <laughs> I want to live that long. Um, at, I, I, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, like anti-aging is one thing, right? But also like what uh, can the brain handle? I mean, our brains are amazing. But I don't think that they evolved for such long life. Hmm. Uh, I mean, the life expectancy was in 30s at some point, and we've stretched it to 80. Um, is there something physical? Is a physical law that says we cannot stretch it to a reasonably functional human being that is 200 years old? Yeah, we could. We could. I think it's it's all about basically. Yeah, like it's all sort of relative, right? But like 80, 30 are just numbers, right? 120 is a number. Like uh, maybe we will sort of think of it, um, think of all these sort of milestones in a different way. Um, yeah, it could be 120, who knows? Uh, but um, having had so much excitement uh, till now, uh, yeah there's also excitement overload. <laughs> so, so let's see, let's see. I might change my mind on this uh, later. Yeah, this could be one of those things that you change your mind about as well. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I now I now that, that you remind me, um, yeah, I did change my mind on many things. Um, I used to uh, think that um, um, I will like I'm I'm not I was not very very sure whether I would have kids, but I then I changed my mind on that. Um, so that's another thing that uh, I changed my mind on. Hmm. And and now they serve as biological alarm clocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I got what I uh, I deserved. Uh, on to a shorter time horizon. Um, if mm -hmm. you had to make a prediction about when uh, the world or perhaps more locally, your part of the world will open back up post-COVID. What would you say, what would you predict? I mean, uh, in the UK, in, in, um, is all, UK is already sort of um, opening up, um, but I think um, um, we have to see how things go. There are all these different variants now that are um, uh, on the horizon. Um, uh, a limited uh, proportion of the population has been vaccinated. Uh, there's also, there's, there are two sort of uh, parts of this. One is uh, vaccine uh, efficacy and also vaccine coverage. So vaccine efficacy, I mean, it seems to, uh, the evidence seems to suggest that vaccines work even on the variants, whether that will continue to, uh, to be the case for uh, newer variants that has, uh, to be seen. Um, and the other is vaccine coverage. At the moment, only sort of uh, children have not been vaccinated. And uh, whether teenagers and children, uh, we are able to sort of get uh, universal vaccination and, uh, and vaccines are safe and effective uh, in all these different age groups, that also has to be seen. But um, I think that th there are sort of signs that uh, things are opening up, but uh, I I do think it will take uh, a year or more for things to get completely sort of uh, back to what, I mean, I'm not sure whether we will be able to get back to uh, how things were before the pandemic. People will sort of have much more, have much more awareness now of, um, of uh, how, viral, how viruses spread and so on. And, um, but it will be, and then people have a lot of, a lot more awareness of how effective uh, remote working can be um, and remote collaborations can be. And uh, they're much, it's much better for uh, the planet. So I, I don't think it will be business as usual, but uh, I think things will, be, things will probably sort of um, get to some sem semblance of normality in the next year or so. Hmm. On to perhaps, uh significantly longer time horizon. Um, do you think there's a point to life and our existence? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, it's to understand, like, understand what is uh, that we are experiencing. Um, I, uh, I think it's, it depends on what, it's a very personal question. I mean, you, you, you can make anything, the mission of your life. Uh, um, so I, I'm, I'm of the firm believer that like people have their own sort of mission. In, in my particular case, uh, it's about understanding nature. I, 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 I sort of feel that um, you, like you experience these things and, and, and like finding out how, how, sort of the, the, how nature and universe works is, is a goal worth uh, pursuing. Um, but life as a chemical reaction that somehow has persisted and somehow tries to make itself persist even more. Um, yeah, we are all playing a part in it, whether we do it consciously or subconsciously. Uh, from the Elon Musk of the world uh, to Joe Public on the street. Mm -hmm. 
so perhaps it's clear that uh, you know just understanding the universe around you gives you meaning um what do you struggle with then in life um what i struggle with uh changing nappies a lot of different things changing nappies like getting uh, kids um, to sleep uh, i really struggle with all of that i like the i like the sharp transition <laughs> the aim is to understand the universe but if we could only get toddlers to to not kick while we are changing diapers that would be nice yeah like the point is like you don't really understand we don't understand babies like we don't understand life i mean if you if, i mean we are thinking of understanding a cell how does a cell work we don't really uh, nobody has a complete picture the full mechanistic uh, model of even which can accurately describe any cell i mean and we are talking about a baby a baby is a really complex being so i struggle with that and i have no qualms in admitting defeat <laughs> i i also see that there are now two levels at which you struggle <laughs> with understanding babies one is at a philosophical level one is can you just please stop kicking me <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay on to perhaps even more philosophical things um pineapple topping on pizza yes or no i mean it depends on basically at which stage of life you are at i mean when i, I was a grad student anything on a pizza i would eat it i see but but now you have choices and taste yeah now i might not go for it <laughs> so i think that answers that question okay um what are some traits common to some of the best collaborators or colleagues that you've worked with um very passionate curious and respectful and the last one is very important i think some of the best collaborators are very respectful and i i should say kind um i had i've had the great fortune of uh, being able to work with some very kind people very curious who were very curious and very respectful and very focused and do you think you're able to spot these traits early in an interaction no <laughs> uh but but over time i think uh it just sometimes basically humans are very interesting i mean sometimes people just mirror the behavior that they they observe and if you surround yourself with uh, people of these traits even if a, a new person might come in who might not have those traits they might just like these traits like they spread by osmosis mm -hmm. like there is some diffusion process uh, and um, so so in some sense you don't even need to sort of uh, be very selective um like everyone around you somehow uh, the whole environment and the context around you just facilitates those kind of individuals hmm. makes sense makes sense um describe something that made you smile this week what made me smile this week i i told you i was 6 month old so <laughs> like i've been smiling uh like she she treats me as if um she has a personal sort of chauffeur uh, and a personal butler who has to be ordered around and uh, so i've i've got a break so that i'm able to sort of meet you but i i just have to go back so <laughs> so um so i like my 6 month old daughter like yeah you i have to see how she treats me and not Uh, and do anything but smile <laughs> that makes sense 
um what is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given along your journey or along someone else's journey or what do you tell young people entering the field or what would you want to tell your kids someday yeah i mean the, the these are also very cliched things like um, do what you love and so on but um like but i think it's it's um i think it's it's very powerful when you show some something to someone rather than tell them so i i generally am a great believer in the mantra of don't tell show and if you can't show then don't <laughs> don't bother um uh i have had the really good fortune of having some really good mentors um some amazing leaders um managers um advisors and they have all sort of shaped me uh, in their different sort of way but one thing that was was sort of common in all of them was um sort of focus and discipline um and i was not a very disciplined person uh like growing up i, I would just do what i do what i wanted to do um uh, if i if i wanted to i if i felt like playing cricket i would just play cricket i will not study and uh, if i play uh, yeah so i'll i'll do what I, i wanted to do and um in some sense um what my mentors and advisors sort of showed me not told me was the importance of discipline and that is what i have to give them a lot of credit for um so discipline is something uh, that's important uh, in, in life there is a rhythm to it uh, um yeah and of course you need to be passionate you should need to do what you really like but but there there's also an element of being disciplined about things makes sense um my final question why did you agree to do this interview with me i don't know i i like uh, uh, it's been a long time since we last spoke i thought okay this would be a good excuse to chat with dro uh, i don't know how like has his uh, has his hair turned gray <laughs> the last time the last time i sort of saw him was in a in a conference now conferences are off uh, who knows like uh, what zoom looks like so <laughs> i thought a uh, good excuse to actually uh, sort of uh, get back in touch with zoom um, uh, yeah, yeah that was one of the primary reasons zoom well i'm i'm glad uh, this is what i look like uh, <laughs> some of my hair is grayer but uh, not predominantly so that that is not yeah, yeah, you are doing well you are doing well you are going to the gym i can see it <laughs> i'm i'm hanging it up yeah i hope i hope basically uh, sort of um, um, yeah uh, you are sort of um, you're well and uh, both you and devi are sort of well and um, yeah i know you are a disciplined person so i don't need to sort of uh, tell you or show you <laughs> any sort of discipline um uh, yeah it's great the, the fascinating part about uh, giving people advice and leading through uh, through actions as opposed to words is that your actions actually have a farther reach than your words do words you have to actually have a communication and a and a conversation with someone but actions people can see at a distance uh, and so yeah. you know i i i follow your your progression and career along so i think you are you're setting an example for me from afar okay <laughs> yeah yeah don't don't don't, don't uh, take my don't take too much from my example <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> otherwise you will find yourself basically changing diapers at 4 o'clock in the night so <laughs> <laughs> yeah perhaps not that but yeah <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Um, so Pushmeet, thank you for doing this. Um, is there anything that uh, we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about in terms of an aspect of your life, who you are, uh, that is particularly relevant and that we should talk about? No, I like. I believe that we are, all our interactions with individuals are just a projection of what the object is like in computer vision, we work with projections of the object and every interaction is just a projection of uh, the true object. And uh, it just gives us a sense of, uh, of a person and it's not even the, the person sort of changes over time or the, the object changes over time, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's good to sort of, uh, capture, think about a mental reconstruction. And in some sense, what you reconstruct is part your biases and your beliefs. So if um, you feel any, if you see any goodness in, in people, uh, a lot of it has to do with your own, you're projecting your own mental image. So, so it's, I, yeah, I, I just, yeah, just take everything with, with that pinch of salt uh, but yeah but do talk to people and and interact with uh, with people and and learn about the world i think that's my main message okay i think that's a, that's an excellent place to stop i think your parental duties now call you so yeah thank you for doing this <laughs> okay take care bye bye bye, bye. bye.